Okay. Hey, you hear about somebody told me Joe Budden podcast that Maul and Joe are like beefing right now? Bro, I don't know if it's Maul though. Not Maul. It's mean, Rory. Rory. I mean, yeah. Rory. Yeah, man. There's beef. There's, there's a little. I think there's a little yeah. bit of beef. What I think there's a little bit of beef. Joe Budden. My buddy said it's because Joe Budden's an asshole. Is that true? I don't know. I mean, Rory was saying basically he didn't give a fuck about the royal family shit. Oh, I remember that. That's why they mad? There's a little bit more. And <laughs> before that, it had already been a little bit weird because they had been like talking about different topics and Rory would always have these like opinions that were a little bit more controversial than they wanted them to be. And so, uh, you know, Joe would respond and Joe would be like, yeah, I don't agree with that. And Rory would be like, well, I don't give a fuck. And eventually, like, it got to a point where the fans were in the comments saying, oh, man, like, they really going to fight one day. Well, in the last pod that they had together, like, they was talking about fighting and going outside. And Joe was like, we can go outside right now. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, they kind of squashed it on the, on the pod, but. You could tell, like, there was definitely some, yeah, you could tell there was definitely a little bit of friction there, man. It's a topic. We got, we, I, I added it. I added it. Some like it. You said orange juice? Oh, sorry. But, yeah, we, we're going to have to dissect that a little bit more. But from, like, our perspective, like, how important is, like, pie chemistry and shit like that? Probably that's important. But... First topic of the day, man. Hold on, man. You ain't gonna do your intro? Yeah, I, was, I was gonna say, you're <laughs> You ain't gonna do your intro? I feel like he was gonna wait for someone to start on, talking. Man. I was hoping somebody else would do it. <laughs> like, ahead, man. The minute someone's gonna start to say something, he's just gonna be like, <laughs> I, I wanna, Man, go ahead and do that intro. Man. I was hoping somebody else was gonna do the intro this time, man. There nobody, you go. No, nobody knows no. it. Nobody knows I don't it. know it other than, put, other than the letters. You put, that, put it on the screen, I can say it. That's fine. Callie, come here. Come here. Come on, Callie. How about you say it? <laughs> Microphone check one, two. What is this? It's the DMP boys. Back to business. D Gates, Rose, Red, what's good? How y'all feeling today? I'm alright. Hungover. All right. <laughs> Hungover? How you feeling? Pretty good. Pretty good. Gates? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I got my chicken. Mc... No, I'm tripping. Chicken bro, McGriddle. Bro, always smashing something. Chicken bro. McGriddle. Chicken McGriddle? No pork. I like the McGriddles, man. I really do like the McGriddles. I like how sweet the bread and stuff is. Because yeah, it's a pancake. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. The buns are pancakes. That's why it's a McGriddle. Huh. Came off the griddle. <laughs> so I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I had no clue. Listen, I always wonder. McGriddle? I used to think it was the egg McMuffin. No, the egg sausage egg McMuffin. It's my favorite. Then I had the McGriddle. Life changing. That's the one with the different bread. Mm -hmm. Alright. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yep. Well, Ocho Cinco be uh, eating. Ready to talk about it on Hot the podcast? sausage. Hold on, man. Bro, what? Didn't they say that it's supposed to come with eggs? No. Oh, my this bad. This is not IHOP. <laughs> This is McDonald's. Ocho Cinco eat everything there. It's literally there. called hotcakes and sausage. It's supposed to go with eggs. Quick question. 
Do y'all believe in the super size me thing was real? Or do you think like what you think? The super size me? Like the You watch it at Bethesda. Yeah. Didn't we always watch it at Bethesda? Wait, there's a debate on it being fake? <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought it was real. Them germs real? What you think? Ocho Cinco thinks it's fake. I'm I'm lost. What is it? Super Size Me. So there was the. Was it the one with like the green or the blue dude and like the pill cartoon action? No character. Bro. No, the documentary <laughs> about McDonald's where a long time ago you used to go to McDonald's and if you say Super Size Me to whatever meal you ordered, you got like a extremely large version oh, of, of that, that meal. But, and like they had to do away with it because it was making people obese. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the documentary. That's the documentary. Yeah, yeah, but the documentary basically the guy, he's a fitness guru. And he just changes his diet to straight McDonald's. Oh yeah, we talking about the same thing. Yeah, okay. I thought that they that. had. Yeah. I thought they had the. Uh, but he says super after every meal. He does. He does. And it, it's oh, yeah, an right. extremely. That's the point of the documentary. Why? It's oh, super I didn't know that. Because they used to have it to where if you say super size me after whatever meal you just ordered, you got a super large version yeah. of that meal. Oh, wow. But it's gone now. You can't say super size me. Like it was bigger than the large fry. Like it was. Like it yeah. was massive. Like the I large remember the cups used to be retarded. Yeah. Was like you already know what the large fry is like. But if you say super size me, the large fry was like the size of this freaking cup, and then the cup was like the size of the freaking what. You're fired. But what happened? But it was like, it was like weird. Yeah. So what happened was he was like he was super into fitness, mm-hmm. ate really uh, clean, and then he just changed his whole diet to McDonald's, and his he just started having health problems. He started, of course, losing his physique, and then like I don't know. I think he had to go to the hospital to get a couple physicals. Like he was dang. After the doctor like borderline, he like was that? borderline like he was health like, declining. Like oh, if he would have kept going, he would have probably got a heart attack or something. I don't know. Damn. But I think it's based on the size. But on the I Am An Athlete podcast, Ocho Cinco basically thinks that it's not real. <laughs> because he, as an athlete, he said, like, he, he he ate McDonald's every day. But then again, he probably did, like, two-a-day workouts. He was right, like, in a fight. That was yeah. the other that part was just sitting down mean, that he was saying to Kim, man. But, I mean, even if you are working out consistently, your diet has such mm-hmm. a big part in your overall health. Like, you're not working away all the grease and stuff. Like, that's still going to build up in your arteries. That's true. You eventually. Cholesterol is a thing. Yeah, so it's like, I think eventually mm-hmm. it will affect you. It's just... Yeah. Maybe working out will slow it down yeah. a little bit, but... I agree. I think it has long to like eating this. Even if you're say you look fit, it has a long term effect. Like maybe you, it can cause like can, I'm not saying it, maybe it can cause cancer, cause you to have a heart attack or build up to that. Also, yeah, everything has to be in moderation. It's yeah. like you can eat McDonald's, but it's like you better have a snack during the day that's something <laughs> green. Like you can't. You know what's crazy though? You have to do like as stupid as it sounds. Like there's like healthy things that you have to eat in moderation too. Like for example, like. Like, the whole tuna thing. Like, people who are pescatarians, like, you have to slow down a certain amount of fish. You'll get, like, mercury poisoning. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, everything in life has to be in freaking moderation. Yeah. Don't eat too much spinach. Don't eat too much McDonald's. <laughs> don't eat, like, or... Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. It should be able to pick you up. Okay. But, yeah. Sure. Yep, that's that, though. Oh, no, man. I don't, I don't, I don't really have any, opinion, any opinions on that. All I know is <laughs> I'm going to stop eating this shit once I, you know, go, cold, go cold turkey. In the gym. Uh, y'all going back? What? I'm going to the gym, but I'm not going I always take, I'm always a, I go crazy. I'm either like, go 100% or nothing, bro. So, I'm chilling right now. I'm eating McDonald's. I'm not stopping. 
I'll go to the gym and still go get a large fry. Yeah, that's how I am. I can't stop. Yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure there's like Coke in their fries. Bro, would you be eating, bro? It ain't gotta be McDonald's, but you know, I I mean, I eat good. We go to Piata sometimes, man. It's a little. Yeah, we do eat Popeyes. I do eat Popeyes. Chicken tenders. You don't get that mashed potatoes. The chicken sandwich and like the five piece meal. So we go hard. We get both. Hold on, both a piece? Yes. We eat a sandwich and the sandwich. Half the time we don't even eat that shit though. But I mean, you gotta have it as an option though. So you go to Popeye. There's no Chick fil A. Is there a Chick fil A out here? Yeah, kind of close, but it ain't that good. Yeah, it's 15 minutes. Probably the worst Chick fil A I've been to. Where is it at? It's in Southport, bro. By the time you get back home, like, it's where? Yeah, it tastes Southport, bro. Why you make me say that twice, man? <laughs> you know, all right, man. First topic, man. So, me and Laura was trying to go to Miami. Y'all know that. We was going to do a pod in Miami. That shit ain't happening no more, unfortunately, because we just going to stay home. Right. Okay. Well, because they just put all the restrictions in yeah. Miami. Oh, I've seen that. That was crazy. That spring break shit, that was nuts. You from Florida. And you know how they get Not down. From. You ain't from. My bad. Where you from? I'm from say, New York. Say it. Say it. Say it to the mic. Where you no, from? No, no, no. Because I don't need everybody. What to borough? Come and be like, She's really not. What what borough? You ain't gonna say. No. Man. Bronx. Google me. Ew. No. <laughs> where you from though? Where you from? You know where I'm from. Yeah, All right. All right. No. Brooklyn. I'll let y'all figure it out. Okay. There it is. <laughs> but. I live in Florida for a really long time, and like, like that Miami thing, like that whole spring break thing, they just soiled it. Is that yeah. why they're under emergency? Yeah, everybody yeah. went to Miami for spring break, like you normally would, but they it's didn't have a mask mandate. Nobody was wearing masks, masks, masks. <laughs> Nobody was doing the capacity thing. Like they was just out there as if COVID never existed, and so then Miami shut down. Yeah. I seen a, like a maybe a clip, a video of hella people like in one area. That's how it was when we went down there that one time, or the one time I went down there and you was with me. <laughs> yeah, it just, no, but what I seen, bro, it was crazier. But yeah, I would have assumed that by May it would have been cleared, but apparently it's all the way through May 12th, so. Yeah, that's what um, that's what a colleague of mine told me. It was like, yeah, it ain't ended until May 12th, because, you know, everybody's spring break is a little different. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, so we can't do that no more. What y'all gonna do? I mean, they're smart to end it on the 12th because if they're trying to make money, they need to be back open by Memorial Day. Yeah, because that's when everybody Shit. go down to Miami. Because Memorial Day? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we went. It's lit. Yeah. I was just telling her about when we went to, uh, where, we, where did we go? The Sugar Factory. I still oh, got that video bro. on my phone. Bro, when you got that. <laughs> bro, what did I get? Bro? We accidentally ended up going to the Sugar Factory. We didn't even know, like, really what that was. Yeah. We went yeah. to the one in Orlando, right? Yeah. No, she I was just, top tier. She was just telling me about it. I wasn't super impressed by it. Really? That was the it best ain't that one. good, man. It but really I mean, ain't. we went during. I mean, it was. It was like nighttime. It was. It was some random during stuff. COVID, though. Yeah. So I don't know oh. if that had a part to play. Maybe but it was. I just the one in Miami small and dark, and there's yeah. no like fun celebration. Like the only thing that they do that's exciting is they do the slow pour of your drink for you to put on Instagram, really, and then they just play like elevator music. But the one in Orlando. They play like lit music. You can ask the waiters for what song you want, and then if it's your birthday, they like dance for you, and then they do the fireworks and yeah. all kinds of. See, we ain't seen that. Ours sounded more like the Miami. Like they did the slow pour, and that was pretty. <laughs> they got out of there. Yeah, That's bro. crazy. I think we ate outside too. Yeah, we though. ate outside because uh, inside what? was like crowded and really dirty, and yeah. yeah. That's it so shocking. Weird. Like everybody I know that went to the Orlando one, it's like the best one. It's like lit. Like maybe we'll have to just go at a different time of year. 
But I hated the Miami one. Only, uh, everyone goes yeah. to the Miami one because the famous people go there. Only been one time when we went and we we ran into it like accidentally. Yeah. Like we didn't even mean to go there. We're looking for like place to eat and then they had deals. We're like, what? Y'all got a burger for how much? Then Malik ended up paying like fifty, sixty dollars. Bro, I had so much food, man. And it was like all sides. It was all all appetizers. Yeah. I think we had just turned twenty one, so bro was and like I getting got, wine and shit, stupid shit. Got some white wine. I don't drink that no more. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. What did I order from Sugar Baby? Oh, I got the salmon. I don't know. We got that. I tried to pick something safe. <laughs> I think we just See, got burgers, and then I think we got that blue drink with the shark gummies in it. That yeah. thing was horrible. Oh that my god! Terrible. I got a so milkshake. Mm. I'm so dumb. I should have got like one of the fancy drinks, but it was such a bad mood. I was like, Ugh, I don't even care for them to pour it. So I got like this milkshake. <laughs> I got a milkshake, and it was like this. Big, it had like a whole big piece of cheesecake on it. I was like, oh, we didn't even come close to finishing ours. I, like, yeah, they did that to yeah. on purpose. I was not gonna finish none of that. See, I, I, I can't try the milkshake from the sugar factory, man. I ain't try their candy. Or I think they had. I wanted. I had to beg like him to let candy me go dessert. in the candy area because he was so ready to go after <laughs> we paid the bill. And I was like, no, like Luke, let's like walk around. You're saying this place is supposed to be awesome. I <laughs> wasn't the one saying it. They had all them damn pictures saying it. Because it okay. is normally lit, and then you guys go. <laughs> they got pictures COVID, of Drake and shit, and future the on the wall. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. So yeah, we can't go to Miami. And the one thing I really wanted to do with that trip is get on a jet ski. Is this like my my favorite thing to do on the water, man? Just keep your lit. Do you like going to the actual beach though? I feel like when we went to Miami, we didn't actually go to the beach except like once. I go. What to do y'all do? I go to the beach. I'm in the water. So you're in the water. You're not tanning or nothing no. on the. Do okay. I look like? Hey. Do I look like I need to tan? Hey, I ain't gonna get into that <laughs> political conversation. Hold on, but so you, you're asking like. <laughs> If we go to the if we go to Miami, do we go to the beach or the beach in general? No, like just in general, just because it's like I don't really like people don't really take know what people do at the, the beach, beach and then don't go to the beach. Like they well, do all the do. they do the boardwalk stuff and the uh -huh. the, the piers. Yeah. yeah, I'm a beach person. I'm take me straight to the sand. When I, yeah, when I go yeah. to Miami, I'm not necessarily looking to go to the beach, but. When I lived in Tampa, and we used to go to like Clearwater and St. Pete, just mm -hmm. chill. Just, I mean, when I'm at the beach, I'm just chilling. Got the little towel out. Maybe I'm I do too. Chilling, AirPods on. <laughs> and the more I think about it, I'm like I definitely I mean, lay out. I I'm laying out chilling. Yeah. I don't like the beach though. It's just, yeah. just, I don't like sand and all that shit. In the car, you get sand in your car. The and beach shit. is literally uh, my favorite place. It's you my do? Favorite yeah, place. like if we go to the beach, mm -hmm. we'll plan like maybe one or two outings. Like we'll go to a mall or mm -hmm. something like that. But literally. As soon as we yeah. like check in to the condo or whatever, I'm going straight out to the water. I don't care what time of day it is. Like I love it. And the sand stuff doesn't bother me. Like everyone's like, ah, the sand in my car. I'm like, I don't care. I go back like it. it. Well I don't know. I've it's always kinda, wanted like a jeep. It's like, and, like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's like, like you have sandy toes and there's sand in the car and there's sandy hair. Yeah, and it smells like salt. I like to eat at restaurants on the beach. That's like my yeah. favorite thing to do. Um, and then looking at the water, man. But if I'm going to the beach, I want to be at Venice. Like with all that extra shit, you know? The, the boring I don't know walk. what type of shit they got. They I got mean, a, they got, we, we like to hoop. They got basketball. They got like four or five basketball courts. They got basketball leagues on the Venice beach, you know what I mean? So skate Where? park. Where's Venice at? Oh, it's in LA. 
Yeah, we didn't, we didn't make it. That's what, man, I was, when we met you in Huntington. That's where you I'm was like, trying to get me to go? Mm-hmm. Yes, bro. I'm like, why are we, Huntington? What is Venice Beach is like the famous beach. Venice is the famous one, bro. Where they, it's so hoop, nice. The Hoopers go like, and They have like the muscle beach there. Yeah. It's a gym that's outside mm-hmm. and then there's like they got guys fucking on pull-up bars. Oh, okay. Muscle beach. beach, the whole fucking weight room mm-hmm. outside. Bro, it's crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. I tried to do a pull-up at Muscle Beach. That was embarrassing. People selling shit. That was really embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know why I would do that in public. Venice is like a vibe, man. When you go back, you gotta go to Venice. Just we'll to hoop that. there. Like, come on. We we'll make that happen. Yeah. We we'll make that so happen. So many people hoop there that, like, the vendors there sell basketballs. Like, even if they're just a clothing shop, they got, like, basketballs in the front. Because I know people go there to hoop. Damn. But, yeah. Damn. I'm going to a beach. I'm going to pick Venice, and I'm just going to do everything. It was so, bro. We went to one she of the that. coolest things I like doing is I don't, I'm not into skating at all, but yeah. me and her, we went to the skate park just to watch people skate and they had yeah. like the music playing like the boom lit. boxes wait cool. did you say i'm not into skating i skate no i said well i mean like i'm not into it <laughs> but no like you're talking about just like rollerblading you ain't talking no, about like I no skateboard. Well, a skate, skate park, skate park real? real like bro real like rocket you know so rocket cool. power real rocket power type shit yeah. i don't know no other shit bro but uh <laughs> yeah but bro, yeah it's a skate so park the, they really uh, going crazy like tony hawk type shit i'm just watching it it's chilling Listen to and they'd be like little That's kids funny. and stuff too doing like With the bikes coolest and tricks. Looking at the water. Just, it's so cool. Bro, such a vibe. But yeah. And they play like their own Damn. music or whatever. But a and regular beach? Yeah, and that shit's on the beach? The skate park is on the uh-huh. beach? Right on it. As soon as you look to the left, water. Look to the right, skate park. Skate park. We need to go to Venice. Damn. Venice Beach is where Ray J has that stupid ass scooter company. You can buy a scooter. I don't even know about it. So you can buy a scooter and do what? It's like, you know, like, you know those Uber scooters? It's like those. Oh, you're talking you about, like, one of the do ones downtown or something? Or you could do the one that you sit in. I think Ray J, is it is his to rent or is he selling? It's to rent. Scooties. That. And you can it's, sit in them and stuff? Yeah. That's it's funny. hilarious because it's like a big picture of Ray J and it's a scooter store. No, oh, we have to look that up. Black on, maybe? Black on. All right, man. The topic everybody's been waiting for. Mm, I'm going to have to sit out of this one. You don't watch. You don't watch. I don't watch neither of them. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's not for me. Why not? It's not my journey. So we got we got snowfall snowfall versus power. We said yeah. we would bring this topic back up. Yeah. We're talking about it today. Me and Deontay uh, got some some different perspectives. But the first thing I want to hear is what's what's Amira got to say for herself because she don't watch it at all. Listen, I'm not gonna say they're bad shows. They're great shows. Five stars. <laughs> Not for me. Not my journey. I'm a, I'm a married at first sight kind of girl. <laughs> I'm a, you know, dream home makeover. Okay. What the hell do I look like? <laughs> like, I just, it's a great show. I just, I don't know. I can't keep up. Someone gets arrested every episode. I don't remember all the people. <laughs> I forget who's like the, the ringleader of the cocaine thing. I don't know. I just can't keep up. I can't. It's too much going on. <laughs> like it's way like look at the the freaking the cover for power that's like at least five people and you gotta know who all those people are and then somebody's the father of somebody you don't even know this person's a cousin this person got shot by the cousin and now it's a freaking scandal that's fact that's okay. true that's true <laughs> but it's a great show enjoy <laughs> not for me all the people who love it more power to you the gates something are you <laughs> You well, asking me which one I prefer? Yeah, or? bro. Like, which one? Do, which one do you like more, man? Honestly, now I like Snowfall more. But I found about Snowfall way later than Power. 
I guess, you, I guess you don't agree. Yeah, I guess we don't agree. But listen, listen, are you are you comparing it to the power that's out the most recent powers? Or the power that I want to hear your full take first. I think I like Snowfall more than power just because I like the storyline of Snowfall with the whole CIA and how the drugs got to, you know, LA. And I like the acting is way better in Snowfall. Way better, bro. <laughs> the quality of acting and power. Sometimes me and my mom and my sister watch that shit. I'm like, that was a terrible ass scene. <laughs> It'd be some terrible shit, but don't get me wrong. Power was 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 my favorite show, and then Snowfall came out. Yeah, Snowfall, they really can act on there, bro. It's like really like AMC level type shit. Like Power, they be you know my fucking Method Man is the lawyer, just bringing my fucking. I would up. agree with that. Like I feel like Power feels more like a TV show. Yeah. Where I could see like Snowfall, like the acting is more up there with like a movie, like. Yeah. So I, 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 I can I can agree with that. <laughs> but personally I still like power better. You like power better? But that's just because like I don't know. Like Snowfall is heavy. And I mean like oh, yeah. I know it's like loosely based on like real stuff, so it's like I don't know if yeah. that's part of it, yeah. but it's like okay, this stuff actually like happened. But it's like power, there's just like a level of like it's like you know you're just watching a TV show. Oh, and I so see what you're saying. I, I think I like that vibe better. So, yeah, because I, I, I see what you're saying. Because like Snowfall, like you know this really happened. Right. And then Power, it's like you know it's you know made up kind of. So, yeah. I see what you're saying. So. All right, man. All right, <laughs> go ahead, man. Okay. Franklin always talking about business, <laughs> and I fuck with Franklin very heavy, bro. Like that's my guy, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's smooth, but it's like it's. It's what like everything that he's doing is with the hopes that the CIA will find him helpful, find him useful, mm-hmm. and you know Reed just said something in the last episode like everybody's replaceable. Frankly, mm-hmm. I, I kind of took that as like Reed, you might be replaceable too though. Because he's definitely you are replaceable. Just, yeah, I'm like yeah. He, he's a fill in. We saw it. at the very beginning of the whole show because mm-hmm. we just watched binge watched that whole fucking show. Mm-hmm. We just watched. Reed come in and replace another CIA agent. So we know that they're replaceable. Tell me where you're going with this. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know if somebody like a Tariq St. Patrick is quite as replaceable. Okay, his dad was, though. Was he, though? Yeah. Because they're still trying to, they're still trying to put somebody away from him. But uh, depend, I'm talking about, depending on if you go back in the show, y'all watched it from the start. Mm-hmm. Remember when he lost his club? Like, Those, he, he wasn't even managing his club. Yeah. Basically replaceable because of... But that was in that was from a business perspective, and that's what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like Franklin, he always says, like, we we about to talk business. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't feel like he's focused as much on the business as he is with just trying to, you know, become some, some figure versus yeah. Tariq or Ghost. I feel like they are focused on the business. Like, how can they make money off of this? How can they bring up their families and shit like that? Yeah. Franklin, throughout the whole show, has been like, does he care about anybody but himself? Does he care about anybody, mm-hmm. like, actually coming up? Because as far as I can see, they all live in mm-hmm. the same spots. But this is my take on that. What year is the show based out of? It's based out of the 80s. So, you comparing the 80s to 20, like, that's the that's the that's the struggle. To now, right? So people probably didn't even have that mindset of where we're at now just because like they just started doing that. They just started, you know, taking over LA and, you know, having an empire or whatever. But I, I kinda compare like the, the time, like the time frame or 
like the eras. Like mm-hmm. they in the they're in the eighties. So he's not gonna think the same as a ghost that owns a nightclub or whatever. But that, um, you know, the, the same type of what you're kind of talking about there. So that's what I would say. I would just compare like the time, the times. I understand that. Yeah, I think that's why I give it like a little bit of a like a pass because I'm like, all right, frankly, you are in the eighties. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. gonna act like, like you're supposed to already have this stuff, you yeah. know, figured out like past this like, point of you know selling drugs in L.A. It's uh-huh. just it feels like that's where it stops. It's just uh, it, it's that's frustrating. You don't see no, like, you don't see no growth in it. Like I, you see like how I mean, show, I see him wanting to. The show's transferring. I mean, kind of going over to like the real estate and all that. Which I like, mom. I like that, but they don't really touch on that stuff enough. It's like they're so focused on the like the drugs. Yeah, and if it was like power, it didn't seem so focused on the drugs. Like it was violence, Uh trying to run a business, and some like uh, exactly why I can't keep up. Relationships. Yeah. It was yeah. relationship. power, power is more. Yeah, power. You could, it just seemed like yeah. a more cohesive story. Like there was yeah. just a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, there yeah. are a lot of characters, a lot of people for you to become. You know, kind of attached. close to, so attached yeah. to. And versus in here, I'm like, now I'm supposed to be feeling for Leon. Oh, right. uh, but um, New York and LA are both really expensive. Man. Uh, I used to want to live in New York, man. Have you, have y'all I been was in supposed to move to New York and then I met you. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, right? It's it's so cold so though, man. You been there? Yeah, I went once. I went once it's on crazy. a business trip. Yeah, it was cold. I'm tell me. I mean, well, I guess when I went it wasn't cold. Wouldn't you, you like in cold? Syracuse or some shit? No, I was in the city. Oh, I was just in the city? city? Yeah. And then I went to uh Yeah, I don't even know what the other place was. New Hampshire, Connecticut, something like that. <laughs> I went to New Jersey. I stayed in New Jersey, but um, boy, it was in Trenton, bro. I was all over, bro. The tri-state area. I love New York. I, I will always love New York. Like I just feel like something about New York always will like feel like home to me, even though yeah. I, I never entirely made it home. Like I moved when I was like six. Yeah. Like I was really young, but I don't know. Like you ever just go somewhere and you're like, oh fuck. Like it just like feels right. Like you're supposed to yeah. be there. Like that's how New York feels. To me. Really. Yeah, yeah. New York always feels that way. Wow. Every time I go there, I'm like, oh my god, I want to stay. Like, That's there's been so many times I've, I've gone to New York and like, extend my ticket, missed my flight. See, that's how <laughs> that's how I felt when we were in Santa Monica. It's so nice. Well, actually, uh, let me scratch Santa Monica. Actually, Long Beach. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because I felt that same way when I was in Chicago too. I want to go to Chicago. I've never been. You never been to Chicago? No. <laughs> we, we need to go. Yeah, I know. Bro, y'all was here this whole time. We, we could have went to Chicago. Would have been, been nice. But he's never been to New York, so I, I wonder if I want to take you to New York and you take me to Chicago. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. Y'all would like that. That'd be so cool. But Chicago's nice. Chicago's fun. Yeah. I want to. I want to be like super touristy and see that bean thing. Oh. I I haven't seen it before. Thing. We've been up there twice, three times together. Yeah, but I haven't seen that. I yeah, seen I saw it when I was little. He's horrible at playing trips to Chicago. <laughs> Yeah. So we literally just drive, park the car, walk like miles into the city. Like it's horrible. I hated every trip to Chicago. I like public transportation, like a lot. Like, it's public transportation. It's awful. We walk. Yeah, so that's much. another reason I love New York. Public, well, don't get a car. My dad. Don't get a car. My dad lives in Chicago. I used to go every summer. I know. But uh, and I went to college there for a semester, so I like it. I know. I fuck with Chicago. Yeah. Fuck with Chicago. Next topic. Ain't got no, ain't got no shows in Chicago though. Whoa, he did a quick. Yeah. What'd you skip? Damn. Damn, bro. You fucking up. <laughs> that shit turned into the internet, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, bro. Whoa, what did you Yeah, I added a new, added a new topic in there, man. I know y'all got something to say on this. Is, Pick me. Just go ahead. Is vintage a trend or an investment? <laughs> you wanna go first? <laughs> I can go first. Go. You know I got the nice piece on. Get some background about, about, about what you're But no. Peace on too, don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get some background of like what we do yeah, related? Like, yeah, like what, you know, what y'all do and. Yeah. Are you qualified okay. to? A little, yeah. a little promo real quick. Nah, so uh, I have my own um, online vintage shop. Um, so basically I sell rare one-of-one vintage clothing. Um, nice stuff, like kind of like what you see on now. The Jeff Gordon piece, pretty nice. Uh, but just like rare stuff, rare maybe like sports, streetwear, um, hip hop stuff, but like cool stuff that you might that people really like. Um, but I have my own online shop, and I kind of resell it on uh, third party sites as well. Um, but that's why, I, like, I know a lot about like thrifting and in the vintage world. Yeah. But is is vintage a trend or an investment? I would say it's both. It depends on how you jump into it. Um, it's definitely a trend right now, just because right now um, you see a lot of a lot of like you know rappers, um, a lot of high level figures wearing vintage clothing, and you see a lot of companies trying to like create fast fashion because of like they try to create pieces related to like fast fashion because of vintage. Mm -hmm. But um, it's a trend; it's a big trend right now. Um, and it's an investment. It, it can be an investment how you jump into it. So like me, it's an investment. For me, I have a business related to it. So, you know, what I kind of do is I, what I do, so when it comes to it, I thrift and I find those items, right? Mm -hmm. um, those items are cheap. So you can go to like, I'll go to a local Goodwill and get some for like $2. Um, like this right here, I got for like $4, right? And this is rare. You won't see this anywhere. And then... What you can do is you can just resell it for maybe like just depend on how much it's worth, like twenty to thirty to forty dollars. Um, but it, it could be a big investment if you start a business with it. Um, if you want to just resell as a side hustle, just to have more money in your pocket. Um, or what I like to a new thing I kind of made up in my head, you can make a vintage savings account. So say like you invest, you you like to go, you like to thrift, you like to, you know, find nice items. And you just want to resell it, and you have a a business account connected to kind of yeah, just connected to where you resell. Um, it can be like it can you can money can add up in that account. It can be like a savings account. So what I what you can do is you can buy items, resell them, and then not touch that money, and it can just add up, add up for maybe months to a year. But no, it's both. I would say it's a trend and investment. You can, you can touch on it too. Okay. Go ahead. You forgot the plug. It's called Area 95. Oh, I didn't even Shop say Area well, 95.com. Well, Thank you. You can go to my Instagram and click the link in my Yeah, mind. yeah. That's what it's called. So, yeah. <laughs> I would agree it is both a trend and an investment. And trend, he hit it right on the head. Like, everybody's wearing it right now. Mm -hmm. Can't get away from it. Fashion Nova and all those places are trying to make shirts that look vintage or... Mm -hmm. You know those graphic tees and whatnot but the investment part the part that i feel like is an investment too outside of it being a business is it's an investment to yourself in a sense of saving money like if you're thrifting yeah. 
and you're getting these unique pieces you're establishing your own style one you're not a copycat which i hate like i hate people who dress just like everybody else like that's just so annoying like to have the same style is one thing but to literally try to be somebody else is annoying it's like another but it's an investment in yourself you're creating your own style you're thrifting your own views and what you see and what you like and you're saving money at that and saving the planet okay yeah sustainable it's very ups uh, very sustainable mm-hmm. and it's just a good way to like it's like one of those things you put good in you get good out and yeah. i feel like it's a really good investment especially because now you have these really unique pieces and let's say you don't want to wear them the next season or whatever you know then you go to that resale stage especially if you're not trying to have a mm. resale business you can still resell something of yours and know that it's worth something i feel like mm. for example you know we have places like plato's closet and you sell all your stuff and you you know you bring your hollister jeans there and all your stuff that you bought last season and it doesn't fit anymore and they just kind of give you a couple dollars because it's fast fashion it doesn't really mean anything they're just giving you something so they can put it on their rack and sell it for something but for vintage, if you're going and you're spending less money because you're thrifting, mm-hmm. when you go to resell that, it's still worth something. It's not like you can just go drop it out of the <laughs> closet and they give you $3. Yeah. Like, you can go look up what the item is, what the mm-hmm. brand is, and know that you have one left out of the five that were made yeah. or whatever the case may be. And it's worth more and it means more. And mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like you cannot go wrong with vintage. Yeah. And that's pants, shoes, shirts, jackets, Anything. everything. Like, Anything you could possibly yeah. want. It's so time. broad. I mean, like, with, with Shop Air 95, we sell more, like, sports, hip-hop, more streetwear type of stuff. Definitely but more streetwear stuff. There's America. so much, so many different things when yeah, it comes to vintage. So and vintage is bigger than clothing, too. There's items, you know, you can... You can get memorabilia. Yeah. Then, you know, the action figures and... You anything. Can get, you can get anything. You books, can get furniture. Books, furniture, all kinds of um, stuff. Yeah. And there's people out there that, like... You know, upcycle it, make it something even better, and then it, it could potentially be worth more because it's yeah. like when you remodel your house, you sand down the counters, you put new, you know, epoxy, mm-hmm. marble, whatever, and it's like, you know, it's worth more now. And people do that mm-hmm. with vintage. Like, there's this one girl I follow. Oh my god, I don't even know her name, but she can <laughs> she can take anything from the goodwill and make it freaking high fashion. She needs to have a runway show. I have yeah. to find her Instagram. I- but it's it's like crazy uh, what mm-hmm. people can do and what they can make. Like yeah, I honestly don't know if vintage has any cons. Like I really, it has so many pros. Like mm-hmm. I don't. There's know a big it. stigma on wearing like used clothing. Yeah. If you're one of those people that doesn't go to the thrift store because it's used clothing, literally, well, you're garbage. That's a whole. But, like, that's you though. Like right. That, that's like, like a you. Insecurity. You have a washing machine. Okay. Yeah. You have a washing machine. You have cleaning products. But, you'll be alright. But I just feel like it's so worth just taking a look. Even if you don't want to jump all the way in and get your whole wardrobe, mm-hmm. just going to grab like one thing, a shirt, a pants, something, yeah. just to like dabble into it and know that you're the only one with that or one of ten with that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's like Honestly, it's better than like you go to PacSun and you get like that tea that they just reproduce and they have like 40 of them and some, you're going to walk into the mall and somebody else got the same shirt as you and you're like, what the fuck? I hate that shirt. <laughs> Cool thing about vintage is it's gonna be a one of one. Like I'm, I'm not gonna see nobody with this on. Like it's gonna be rare. And then if if I do see it on somebody with that on, we're not gonna have it on at the same time. So. Right. But and I feel like vintage clothes inspires like other styles. Like let's say you go to mm-hmm. a vintage store or a thrift store or whatever, and you don't want to buy anything. Vintage clothing inspires you to get 
certain styles like vintage mm-hmm. clothing right now what's popular right now is 90s clothing mm-hmm. 2000s y2k and all that that's what's popular right now and so let's say you go to the thrift store and you don't want to buy any of it you're still going to look for that when you go to forever 21 and all that so yeah, vintage literally has shit. no cons because any way you look at it either you're inspired by it you're looking for it you're buying it or you're selling it yep like that's just all it is and last thing i want to say vintage is never going to go anywhere because fashion is a circle it just recycles People keep wearing the same shit. Like, go back to the seventies, the eighties. Fashion just recently. Actually, speaking of seventies, that's back now too. I didn't mention that when I was like going through it, but a lot of people wearing shit from like bell bottom jeans. I've seen that. It right now. Bell bottom jeans are it right now. Colorful tie tops, the tie dye, the tie dye is crazy right now. Like you, you seen what I had on on the Harley Davidson? That was a vintage piece, tie dye. But yeah, man, if you want to get this this nice crew neck. Shop Area95.com. Oh, well, you can't see the cool part of my shirt. Should I turn around? Well, you ain't selling it. I'm not selling it, but it's still <laughs> a vintage piece. It's mine. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, how, that's how I would answer that question, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I, I'm curious <clears throat> to know a little bit more myself because I'm like, uh-huh. you know, um, what type of resources would you be able to use to determine whether or not something is, you know, worth value? Like when, especially when it's just like a something that you're seeing when you're at Goodwill or something. When and you're you like, first start out, Google's your best friend for yeah, sure. Really? Internet, we didn't know bro. anything when we first started. Internet. But a quick Google search of just the brand name or mm-hmm. shit in Google nowadays, you can type in the exact item: black shirt with yeah. pink cat on the front yeah. and the back. Like you really? can figure it out. Yeah, and, so Google's gonna be your mm-hmm. best friend when you first start. But after a while, when you get into the hang of things, you'll know something is worth something by the way me. that it's stitched. Yeah. By who the tag person is like we got Hanes and and all kinds of shit on on normal tags of, from the last couple of 2000s but if mm-hmm. you see a tag what's the what's that one tag name the old t-shirt brand the tags are beige is it on like the front of them oh there's this one too delta yeah they don't make delta shirts that much anymore yeah. like you'll start to notice certain things yeah. have changed over time stitching is different on yeah. shirts nowadays than it was before so you'll start to pick up on those things that's but in crazy. the beginning mm-hmm. google the hell out of everything yeah like, google just it's google. it's no different like say somebody it's no different from like real estate or somebody's trying to sell a house they look at comps when you google when you go to you go to google and you'll look up the item that you think is a vintage item and then you kind of see what are people reselling this for is this should i buy this you know mm-hmm. it's two dollars but um, you know, and it's reselling for forty, and then you should definitely buy it. But if it's like reselling for like six dollars, don't do it. But you just Google it, and mm-hmm. it will bring up those those sites like eBay, Depop, mm-hmm. you know, Poshmark. Those are like reselling sites where you can just compare um, the prices to what you should sell it for, and right. that's how you see the value. And you can also see what people are doing with it. Like, let's say it's like a graphic tee, and it feels vintage, and it looks vintage. Mm-hmm. And it may not be, but you Google it. Everyone's been like cutting it and dyeing it then yeah. it would be worth still getting, even mm-hmm. though it's not worth necessarily anything. It's not a real vintage piece. Yeah. Doing that tie-dye or some kind of home switch to it would still give it some value because yeah. it's trendy right now. So yeah. it's just like Google the hell out of everything and then just notice like small details like the tags, the sleeves, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. You'll start to realize like, oh shit, this is old. And YouTube University. YouTube University. People, you, your favorite YouTuber is doing a thrift haul. Right. They're doing a goodwill thrift fall. So just check those out and they'll show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. With it. All right, bro. Same shit. We talked about that a little bit. We did. How does thrifting work? Yeah, yeah. we did. 
This was the next Oh, damn, topic, you really bro. added it on here? Yeah, before bro. Before me? Oh, shit. Isn't that sitting in the barbershop chair? I don't know. It looked like they, yeah, it looked like a barbershop chair, but I don't know if they are just, it looked like they're on the stage somewhere. That's pretty cool. Idea. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty nice. Cool That's idea. Nice setup. Look at, look at, look at Rory looking like Alex Muscovy. <laughs> so we got to talk about pod chemistry, man. We, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we started our first one last week. Mm-hmm. We got our little flow going. We got some some content up on YouTube and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's a very real topic. Uh, you know, is this something that could work out over the long, over the long period or long term? Mm-hmm. You guys are leaving next week. It's just gonna change. It's gonna be yeah. different. Even yeah. next week, you know, we already talking about Deontay might not be on this on the next pod. Tamara yeah. might not be on the next pod. Mm-hmm. Who knows if Laura's gonna be on the next pod? <laughs> so you gonna be on the pod by yourself? I might be on the pod. And hopefully not by myself. <laughs> hopefully not by myself. Um, but that's the stuff that like we should talk about. Like, what do mm-hmm. we what do we want out of this? Like, what do we want to make sure that our audience is getting out of this? Um, because mm-hmm. you know, some people don't talk about that. And next thing you know, they start having problems as a yeah. team because they're not all on the same page. Yeah. And so, um, what type of things do y'all want to talk about, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a good. That's a, a real ass that's topic. A good out question. There. No word, didn't we? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we just need to communicate, like, man. The foundation, like the like bare minimum, you at least have to have respect for everybody that's in the room. Like even if like mm-hmm. for snowfall and pow- um, power. Like, agree to disagree, like, mm-hmm. and take it with a grain of salt. It is what it is. Like, the moment you lose respect for someone or you disrespect them in a way, it just stirs everything up and it starts a problem because it's like, why would you even take it that far? It's never that deep. Right. It's mm-hmm. never that deep. Like, if you start to get mad about something that somebody's talking about, just remind yourself it's never that yeah. deep. Yeah. Like, everyone needs to feel comfortable being able to, like, say their own piece and yeah. stuff like that. Like, I know when Malik <laughs> very first brought up doing a podcast, I was like, Okay, have fun. We're like you're arguing. No, but it's like I don't have like a whole lot of people that I feel like I would be comfortable just sitting down and just having these mm-hmm. conversations with. So like even just like finding a group of people that you feel comfortable talking to and mm-hmm. you know, having these conversations with, I think that's just important in of it, in and of itself. So Yeah. But yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, the pot is therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is therapy, man. It's just be nice to being able to talk because this might be the only time we could talk about events that are going on. You know, yeah. so and especially like with COVID and everything, I feel like yeah. just having conversations like this with people has been. Yeah. You know, it's just we don't have it every day, so yeah. it's this nice is... to just be able to like sit down and just talk. Yeah, definitely, and it, I feel like it's building like our like. I'm gonna say couple friendship. It's building our couple friendship. Yeah. Like we're learning more about each other. Wow. Yeah, I like you guys. You guys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> we like you too. <laughs> there's, there's certainly a flow. There's a flow to this, I like and this and I'm really happy that we started it, man. Um, hey, man. I'm glad you. I, I'm glad you called me because you know Malik always gonna call me about a business idea, <laughs> anything. And I'm like, man, what does what does this nigga want? What does he want to do this? What does he want to do this time? But no, this is you hit it on the money, man. I actually like this. And I never, I'm not like I'm an introvert too, so I don't really like to talk, but or hear myself talk. Like when you play this shit back. Yeah. Oh my god. But god. now it's like, damn, like I hate the sound of my voice. Like, I mean, I like this, man. It's like it's a form of therapy. Feel me? So I like it. Fuck with that. I fuck with that. Yeah, my thoughts are pretty much the same, man. Yeah, yeah, pretty much echoing it. I, uh, you know, think that it's a really good opportunity for us to get to know each other better. 
it's an opportunity for us to share some information with our audience, tell them a little bit about, you know, what we do. Mm-hmm. Also tell them a little bit about um, ways that they can incorporate some of the different aspects so that we see around us on a daily basis through mm-hmm. defining moments, incorporate those same things into their businesses and in their lives mm-hmm. to um, continue to grow um, excellence across the board. I love it. Right. I love it. So with that said, man, I wanted to give y'all some news. Oh, no. What? I submitted our podcast to Apple. Oh, shit. And uh, they take it. <laughs> it's in review, but they will likely take it. There's a Spotify coming to. Um, and so we are pretty much going to be at all the streaming platforms that you use for streaming Hell your yeah. podcast. Hell You'll yeah. be able to find the Defining Moments podcast there. Whoop, whoop. That's cool. Hell yeah. It's going to be exciting. Do your people. <laughs> 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 so make sure you continue to follow us, man. Uh, this is gonna be a good ride. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good ride. Next topic, man. Let's talk about how lonely it is being an entrepreneur. Shit, you should hit oh on this. My God. You should, you should give us your insight Ooh. first, cause I know you put this shit on here, man. Yeah. Laura came up with this though, didn't she? Oh, Laura came up with this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so. All of us here are. Forms of entrepreneurs Um, And I think Being one myself Or attempting to be one What do you do? So I (laughs) Lay it out there Do better better than me I forgot to name the business (laughs) We're talking about ventures and shit No so um, I do Monate which is a small um, Business that I run Which is hair and skincare And wellness It's vegan, cruelty free, all that good stuff um but yeah i mean like my experience with it it has been fairly lonely like not everyone is out there trying to do their own business so like finding that within yourself to just sit down and do the hard work when everyone else is out there just living their lives it's like it's hard (laughs) and i know especially like watching you do that like you're putting in like 18 hour days like doing this over and over again so it's like I know it has to be lonely. It's super lonely. Yeah. So not everyone else has the drive to do that. So I don't know. Man, I drive. I, uh, I trap myself in this office for hours every single day. It's it's insane. Yeah. Like between my my regular job and then trying to do this, like we all trying to like make, you know, several things shake. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, mm-hmm. and so you know, trying to figure out a way to actually manage your time and build relationships and stuff like that it can get a little tough. Uh, for me, the relationships that I have not been able to grow like as much as I wanted to is like the relationships with other entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. like getting to know people who are kind of in the same position. Because I'm not the only nigga that's out here trying to work hard and make something happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's a lot of people trying to work hard. To make something happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. And so for us to, you know, be able to collaborate, you know, even have conversations like what we're having here, you know, talking on the phone and things like that. I feel like it goes a long way in encouraging and motivating somebody to continue to Mm -hmm. have those tough days. Because, I mean, I'll be sitting in here, go a week and I ain't talk to my pops. I ain't talk to my sister. I barely talk to Laura. I ain't talk to nobody. But shit, I got a lot done. I got a lot done and you know the next week I might be like down on myself because I'm like damn I ain't talked to nobody don't nobody and it's hard to congratulate yourself on something you did do exactly Mm. exactly and so um you know I I do feel like this is a good good medium for us to discuss that too just to let people know man you're not by yourself Mm 
You know, there are people out here just like you. Um, if you find yourself in a similar position where you feel lonely and you don't really know who you should talk to, things like that, man, it's this is yeah. a community. Yeah, that's sure. the whole point of like this and who is Malik is to form a community of entrepreneurs that are struggling with the same things. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, no one is doing it alone. So I definitely agree. I agree with everything you said. Yeah, man. Yeah, I hit it on the money. I feel like when you're not communicating with like like likewise people like entrepreneurs like you people that are on the grind like minded my bad people that are on the grind like trying to get something off the ground it's hard because uh, your regular you know your friends that you know are not entrepreneurs don't understand what you're going through yeah. so like you said you got to communicate with people kind of doing the same thing as you so it kind of makes it like not as lonely because you you guys can relate so mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. What you guys said. It's that grind, man. It's yeah. that grind for sure. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I know. I just I, I see it as lonely in a different aspect. Like, like it's lonely, like how you said, if you're work because you're an entrepreneur, you're your own person, you're your own boss, your own company. So you're doing things by yourself, and you lock yourself in this room for hours. But I also feel like it's lonely for people who are similar to me. Like if you're an extrovert, and maybe I I definitely don't lock myself in a place for hours. I procrastinate the shit out of everything, and I try to go out and have a good time and stuff like that but it's lonely because like you guys said like there's nobody to talk to about it like I I just it's hard to get excited about your business if it it always comes off as like you're bragging you have like nobody to talk about your business with and then let's say your business is having some trouble you have nobody to talk about your business with because nobody knows what's going on what's happening about your business like it sucks so much sometimes like if I feel like I'm at like a roadblock in like my beauty career or if I'm on a roadblock in my real estate career I'm like who I I, I can't ask him about how I'm supposed to advertise to girls that I do hair or makeup he's gonna look at me like I'm fucking crazy and so it's just like it's lonely in the aspect of like even if you go out and don't trap yourself you you're never really fully out right so like you're not understood you're always with your own business no matter what you're mm-hmm. never understood no one ever knows what you're talking about mm-hmm. no one ever really kind of wants to hear it because right. they consider it bragging oh my god you're always talking about your business well guess what i don't have anybody else to talk about it with <laughs> i'm literally losing my mind and yeah. so like i just feel like when you create that community of entrepreneurs especially people who are in a similar business may not be the exact same thing because people have their own spin on stuff it's just good to pull inspiration from other people and get answers and get help. And to people who are, like, super selfish, like, y'all are garbage, okay? Just <laughs> put that out there. Like, if you're the type of person that has a business and you don't want anybody to, to take anything no, from your business. No, no, the secrets to my business. Yeah. Like, you're garbage, okay? Yeah. we There's enough money in this world for all of us, so relax. Yeah. But when you find those people who are like-minded... When you have that group, it's just, it's just so comfortable at that point that you feel like you can ask yeah. questions and things like that. I think that's why everybody loves Clubhouse. It's yeah. hard for me to get on that, but <laughs> no, I think yeah. that's important. Like I hadn't even thought of it that way, but like that's definitely like mm-hmm. a hard aspect too. Yeah, but it's hard to like promote yourself if you can't talk feel about like it. Feel like you bragging? Yeah, I know what you mean. Exactly. I know, like I know that you felt that. I felt that way. It's like it's weird because it's like you're just putting yourself out there, and you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're just gonna get tired of hearing exactly. About this you're just time. talking about yeah. things that you love. like. The same way when you go hang out with your friends and they constantly talk about how much they love to play basketball or love this. Like, why can't I talk about 
my love for my business? Why is that bragging? Yeah. Right. Why is that? Oh, why are you talking about your business? This is not the time. Why is it not the time? Quick right. question. Like it's stuff like that. The well, I I kind of like when I post on social media, like on my story, I kind of like. I'm relating to what you said. Like when I post, say I post every post is like me promoting my business. I kind of see that. Like, like damn, my father's gonna be tired of me. Tired of me. Right. Like keep you That's know marketing my business. Maybe that could be a different topic. Like, yeah. why aren't your friends really supportive? Because it's like, like that was gonna be one. Yeah. That shit yeah. is annoying when you post something and you know damn well yeah. everybody saw it. I'd be that like, damn. I'd be like, damn. Are they gonna be tired of me posting my shit? It's again? But free what, to what else like. am I supposed it's to do? It's free to comment. Yeah. It's free to retweet. It's Facts. free to say like well, engagement is. Free. And it's like you're never trying to do it to be annoying. Yeah, and, like I'm push not. your stuff on people. It's like I think it's great. Yeah. I think you would think it was great. Yeah. Like it's just like just some of stuff you like. Like my thing is, some people look for certain things. And a lot of people, like, ask me questions, like, hey, Malik, you know how people, like, they'll ask me questions, like, hey, Malik, how do you, what do you think about this? Malik, what do you think about that? And I'm like, I got a lot of thoughts, actually. And I wrote a blog, and I provided a bunch of links, Mm -hmm. and I did a YouTube video, and I've created resources. I've brought people in on Clubhouse calls. Like, I have people Mm -hmm. for you. Like, I can help get those those questions answered. Um, And it's not me. It's like, it's the shit that I'm learning on your behalf. It's like, I want to learn this shit with you. So that way you know what the fuck to do. And so the next person to ask has some direction too. Like, that's what it's all about, man. And that's, I think, Mm -hmm. the purpose of a community. And I'm glad that we... We taking the steps to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's cool, man. A safe space. Yeah. I love this picture, by the way. <laughs> oh gosh. I think it's Kelly. hilarious. Look at Kelly. It could be Kelly. Oh, She'd be laying that same way. Oh, look at Kelly. So my right knee. What I do? I don't. I feel know. like I need a shot in my knee. <laughs> Bro, what did what did you do to your knee? You said know. what you did to your ankle. I don't know. <laughs> He's getting old. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I get a hot Next topic. <laughs> I ain't old. Next time. Oh, I put this on here. Ooh, I know. <laughs> I put this on here just right. because. Can I? Can I? This. Uh oh. The pod it? chemistry is about to go out. Can, 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 can I read it? <laughs> yes. Of Are morning people more successful? Bullshit. Don't even finish. Be, is, is being a morning person make you more <laughs> successful? <laughs> I listen to me. I know y'all got chemistry is about to go out the fucking window because y'all are not about to sit here and drag night walkers. You're not about to do it. No, nah, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me start off because I know go you ahead, got go. your things. Go ahead. So My hands then, are sweaty. Nah, so I'm on Laura all the time about getting up in the morning <laughs> because I feel like there's an opportunity for her to get ahead of the day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I usually work like seven to six, seven to five, seven to six that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I spend about four hours on my job, job. The rest of that time I'm using on me, me. So that's me going to the gym. That's me reading. That's me, you know, trying to learn something that I didn't know already pertaining to my business, things mm-hmm. like that. And those early hours allow me to get ahead of people while they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other side of that, though, there's plenty of times when I don't get off at five. <laughs> there's plenty of times I don't get off at six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, <laughs> Damn. one, where I'm going to sleep at two. Yeah. And so I ain't getting my ass up at seven o'clock in the morning. Got the mic on though. Yeah, but the mic is connected to the camera. So when the camera goes off, the mic oh. technically goes off. But I think we have started the topic. You want me to say it again? I mean, you can like go please. Yeah. So yeah, just recap what you said. <laughs> morning, morning people more successful. So there's times when I wake up in the morning and I am able to get a lot of stuff done. 
basically it's just it's better when I'm able to take care of a lot of things in the morning when people are still sleeping and have the rest of the day to take care of like the admin stuff By that I don't he means me. <laughs> normally no just take care of the, the stuff that I normally like you know am fine pushing off a little bit later in the day but there's plenty of times when I'm going to sleep at midnight I'm going to sleep at one o'clock I'm going to sleep at two o'clock I'm not giving up those my eight hours because I went to sleep a little later like sometimes I'm a night person and I'm getting more work done being more successful at night mm -hmm. that's perfectly possible like it, there's no reason to believe that that's not possible it's just knowing when you're working what you're working on and actually getting stuff done if you're not able to get stuff done at night because it's just not a good time for you maybe you should be getting up in the morning if you can get up in the morning and knock shit out or you don't knock shit out, mm -hmm. you need to know that so that you know when you um, actually are getting through the task that you need to complete and being successful. That's all I had to say. <laughs> no, and I think that that actually leads into where I was going with it. Like, because I am a night person. I hate waking up in the morning. But I know that when I get off at five from work, I'm not going to be doing stuff for my business I'm not going to be like motivated to sit down and read a book or like post on social media and make a video take pictures like I just want to chill like I just worked <laughs> at eight hours like I'm yeah, done for the day I got to cook dinner clean the house get ready for work the next day it's like mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with that other stuff so it's like I know I should be waking up earlier because that is literally the only time of the day that I will do that other stuff mm -hmm. it's just yeah, I feel it's that. it's rough because I don't want to. Like I I hate morning so much. Yeah. So I don't know. So I see it. I think that mm -hmm. I could be more successful if I did wake up earlier. It's just it goes against everything <laughs> in my being <laughs> to wake up early. Yeah. Don't look at me. No, I just want to hear what you what you got to say. Listen. Again, I ain't knocking nobody for anything that you choose there, to do with your time. Because either way, like, I tell Lord this all the time: you free to do whatever you choose to do with your time. I ain't gonna knock you. I ain't gonna. This hurt topic you. literally has pissed me off probably since I came out the womb. Like, it bothers me so much because people have such a huge stigma mm -hmm. on success being like the early bird thing mm -hmm. and like i get it you're taught that your entire life early bird gets the worm you know any movie you watch <clears throat> you know they show the scene where the person wakes up super early in the morning to get to work to get like everything around your life is pushing you to believe mm -hmm. that getting the fuck up in the morning is the way to go to get your stuff done however I think what pisses me off so much about it is, how do I explain it? It shouldn't be a bad thing if you're not a morning person. Like, like for example, like people kind of make it seem like if you're not a morning person, they automatically like put that thought in their head, like, oh, they're not a morning person. Like that means they wake up at like, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, and you know, they probably don't do anything. They probably sit and eat chips on their couch. Like, and that's never really the case. Like me, I'm not a morning person. You cannot pay me. You cannot pay me enough to get me up. You can't. Like, I'm I'm tired at all times. Like, I love sleeping in. I will always love sleeping in. And that's just what it is. Now, do I sleep in until 2 o'clock in the afternoon? No. If I wanted to, I could. But I don't. <laughs> I try to get up at least. At uh -huh. least. By, like, 11. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, I don't feel that it puts a dent in my day because 
the same thing that you could have did in the morning, you could do in the afternoon, you could do at night. Like, the way that the world works is in 2021 and on, like, everything in this world is either technology or 24 hours. So the same thing that you did at 5 o'clock in the morning, dead tired, I can do at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And with no problem and, and actually have a better attitude towards it. And then another thing, too, is that there's so much pressure on being a morning person that some people actually train themselves to become morning persons. Power to you. They train themselves, morning they train people. themselves, and they get up every day and they get a routine, but they're miserable on the inside. So, yes, they're getting stuff done, but do you know how things come out when you approach it negatively? They come yeah. out negatively. These people actually are hindering their success because they're not motivated to do what they're doing but they're doing it because they know that they're supposed to do it they're not passionate they're losing their passion in the things that they used to love they're losing their like uh, productivity and things that they thought that was going to be more productive and it's not you know you you're creating angrier people like there's people who are literally not morning people and they're super grumpy in the mornings but if they created this morning routine for themselves you can't talk to those people till like three in the afternoon until they calm down. That's why they have like those shirts, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. There's people like that. There's real people like that in the world. And it's a, that's because those people are not meant to be morning people, but they're conditioning themselves to be morning people. And I just don't think that's fair. Like you can be productive at any time of the day. It just depends on how you want to be productive, what you're being productive with, and managing your time wisely. If you're like, okay, I'm a night person and I'm going to work through the night, then work through the night. And if you're going to not wake up in the morning, then don't wake up in the morning. It's just that there shouldn't be a stigma on, oh, they're not a morning person, they're a couch potato, like mm-hmm. that. And then, like, people are geared to not deem them to be successful. But, like, I know so many people who are night... Like, why do you think there's night shift jobs? Like, mm-hmm. there are successful night people. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's my piece. Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I ain't gonna step on... I ain't gonna step on that. I ain't gonna step on that. Because, I mean, I... I, I I agree that there is like this weird like romance with success and waking up early. Like it's yeah. like it's weird because people just assume that those two go hand in hand, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not true. Mm-hmm. It's not true, and I'm evidence of that. So I ain't gonna knock anything that you mm-hmm. said. I'm still waking up at eleven <laughs> because I'm a stock market investor. All um, all the people who are investing in stocks. Don't let nobody else be managing your money before you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Get your ass up at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Manage your portfolio. You don't have to stay up the entire day, obviously. You know, you right. can take a nap and everything like that. If something you need to do and you're not a morning person and it has to be in the morning, wake up, do it, take your ass back to sleep. That's what I do. If there's a shoe drop, 9 a.m., <laughs> y'all logging on to that shit, aren't you? Morning person yes. or not. And guess what? You check out. Especially, and you hey, go back to sleep. Especially, especially if you live in the West Coast. Yeah. Oh my God, that was me. impossible. Yeah, but I agree. I agree. Like, to what everybody said. Yeah. I think yeah. we should have a new stigma on how much productivity the person do, yeah. does through the day, not what time they yeah. wake up. Because if I wake up at five in the afternoon mm-hmm. and somebody wakes up at five in the morning, I can bet you a million dollars I can get more shit done than they can. Because they're gonna yeah. get burnt out. They're gonna mm-hmm. want to nap. Morning people take naps. <laughs> Morning people work up at five in the morning, and guess what? They want to take a nap yeah. at two. Yeah, I'm not taking no nap. I'll slept yeah. in. That's I'm the perfect good. time to take one too. Yes. What it, yeah. Two o'clock. You're asleep, okay. and guess what I'm doing while you're asleep? Working. Working. The Bro. same thing you just said. The same thing you said. You was working when I was asleep, so I'm gonna work when you sleep. It's the same thing. When it comes to like, when it comes to me, I've I've been successful. Well, I've seen success patterns either way. Not being a morning person, or yeah. you know, being productive in the evening, but. 
I like to be get up early. That doesn't mean I like to do shit when I get up, but I oh, like to start to my day up. early. Yeah. Because I feel like if I wake up at 11, 12, I'm like, damn, I'm going to miss the fucking day. Like, that's like a big portion of my day. Like, I, it doesn't matter to me about being productive, super productive early, but I just like being up. I don't know why. Yeah. If I don't have to yeah. be up, I'm not waking up. It's just not. I love sleep too much. Like, sleep, like, restarts my entire everything. Yeah. I feel. I feel. But, yeah. Next, next topic. Next topic. Okay, please explain. <laughs> I don't even really know it. I just looked. I just found out about this. I didn't even know who Buddy was, but the Derek Jackson cheating scandal. So I'm guessing Derek Jackson was a big. He's a big relationship influencer. So um, big on you know treating the woman right. You know he, that's what he preaches: treating you know treating the woman right and things like that. But recently on Instagram, he and his wife kind of created a video announcing not announcing. Um, telling everybody that he basically cheated on his wife. I don't know if it was recently in the past. And everybody's just been talking about it. Um, the wife was there. Everybody said that um, the wife looked like something was wrong with her, saying, like, blink twice if you're okay type shit. But, yeah, man, guy, he's, he has, like, what, 300? He has over a million followers on uh, Instagram. And he he's known to be, like, that relationship dude, you know? Telling people to treat, you know, treat your woman right, and he, he cheated. He he cheated, and they said multiple times, and yeah. he got exposed. So everybody's been talking about it right now. I really don't personally care, but hey, I just want to throw it on here because people think it's important. Topics, but yeah, I think, dude. Honestly, what I think about it, I think dude's wild for having his wife on there like that. I don't know. It just just having her in the video, she looked kind of crazy. She looked. I just googled it. It's like everybody's talking about her hat. Her, you mean her bonnet? It's a hat. <laughs> I know that's what that was. She came back and said it was a hat. That, okay. Let me see. It's definitely a bonnet. But sure. Here. Like the little. Yo, thing. there's another video. Oh, there's another video. I gotta show you. Man, that looks like a bonnet. No, there's a video with her talking about her <laughs> her hat. <laughs> what? And you know they're. I, I'm guessing they're big Christians, and she was saying that, you know, people shouldn't be talking about her hat. That it's like her sal- salvation helmet or helmet of salvation, stuff like that. And people, I was, apologize, ma'am. Thought it was yeah. bonnet. I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's weird. I, I don't want to like you know discredit anything. Obviously, there's emotions I'm sure that are going around about this particular topic. But I, I'm curious, just because I don't know anything about Derek. I don't know nothing about Derek. I don't know nothing about his wife, family, none of that. Man. I just know. But go ahead, keep going. Sorry. Is it possible this is it's just some hype? I mean, I don't know much about him or or anything like that. I mean, it, it just seems like it's a weird of, thing it to circulate. With the culture a little bit because there's always that stigma of women being scared of being cheated on and then men doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, and vice versa. Women are trash too. It's okay, but. Is for, you this? No, but for someone that people look up to to do that just keeps adding to that. I just feel like we can never break the cycle of this whole cheating thing if everyone's yeah. freaking doing it. So I think in a sense of like the culture, it's just not like, dang, good. Like, but I mean, like I you, you're supposed to be my relationship coach, bro. And you out here like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? What is yeah. he doing, man? But there's a there's a. There's like a theory that 
his wife is going to come out with a book. Like, oh. after all this clears up and people basically saying, like, this is some bullshit. They're just doing this and then they're going to promote a book. Ooh, like, what? That's what I'm That's saying. That's the real scandal. That's what I'm saying. Like, that hype, man. That shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm just like, I, cheating is just a sore subject for me. I just, ugh. why do it? Yeah. <laughs> right. It just pisses me off. I just feel like. If you're not in the mindset to be in a relationship, don't be in a relationship. If you are in the mindset to be in a relationship but you're not good at being faithful, don't be in a relationship. Tell your partner, this is really isn't working out, let's take a break. If you feel like, like, I just feel like there's other ways around it. I just feel like if you want to go be with other people or whatever your reason is, and you have any level of respect for the person you are with, the mm -hmm. least you can do is let them go. Right. That's the least you can do because it is less painful to be broken up with than to be in a relationship where you guys think you're on the same page right. and his brain is elsewhere, her brain is elsewhere. Yeah. It's like that's more hurtful because you thought you had a handle on it. It's almost like you got the freaking uh -huh. wool pulled over you. It's like yeah. ridiculous. I just... <laughs> well, and I'm a firm believer. Like, I hate it when people cheat. And they're like, oh, but I love you so much. It's like, if you love me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't cheat. You wouldn't have. And so it's like, I mean, obviously, like, we don't know the situation of, like, what all was going on and why he did what he did. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, everyone always says, like, people make mistakes or one night stand and the drunk thing and the yeah. party thing. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. at the end of it, like, yeah, if... If his whole brand is about, like, yeah. preaching to men, don't cheat, like, obviously that's that makes that's you look bad. Your but at the end of the day, I mean, he is a human. Like, he made, I mean, a mistake. Several mistakes. <laughs> He's being called a serial I mean, I, cheater. Like, obviously that's very hypocritical. Like, you can't go around telling mm -hmm. men don't cheat and you're cheating. Right. So it's like... I, I get why he's facing so much backlash for it. And obviously, now that it's public, it's going to be horrible. Worse, right? yeah. um, but I mean, in a day-to-day, -day, everyone has come in contact with somebody that has cheated. Right. So it's like, unfortunately, it's like very their common. Own, yeah, everyone has their own reason as to why they did it. I just feel like, don't preach it so that you don't look like a dickhead after. Right. Like, dang. Yeah. Like, you're supposed you're, to be wholesome. Right. And then, like... There's people, because I already know these types of people, and I can hear them in my head. You know, there's always devil advocate people, like the people on Twitter. You know, they play on both sides. And I feel like this is the same thing when it comes to, like, other lessons in life. Like, people always pull that, like, coaches don't play card. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I preach the right thing to do, but I'm on a different path. Like, yeah. And I just feel yeah. like people are going to play that card for the rest of their lives. Like, they're going to be like, oh, I can give you advice, and you know, I have to follow it. Like, right. I mean, bottom line, <laughs> don't cheat. But bottom line, don't cheat. Don't be a bad person. Right. It, I think it comes down to that. So I mean, like, obviously, this is going to affect his business. I mean, if they do, if spin he it, has a business after this, what, right? If they, yeah. the his credibility is shot. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna listen I mean, to he could try to like come back and be like, I'm reform like this. Like they can try I and spin it that Jesus. way. But I mean, that's what they normally say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where you go from here. So <laughs> I think there's a level of transparency that can't be understated here. That's yeah. true. Like, I mean, 
he came out. He was the one that said it. He dropped the story. He told his wife. He like on the on the thing that you sent me. He was talking. He was like, "Yeah, man, I already talked to her. All those people who are DMing her, you know, me and her have already talked and, and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Like we don't really know what's gonna come out of their situation. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, like, I don't know. we don't really know what anybody's really going through right now. And if there was ever a tough time to be having that conversation, yeah. COVID nineteen is probably it. Um, I mean, the only thing but, with that is like. Like, yeah, it's great if he's having that conversation, but it's like, who brought it? Like, was he exposed and then he decided to talk to her? Or did he hmm, take yeah. initiative and say, hey, um, I need to tell you something? I don't like know his that. reason. I don't know his reason for bringing it up. I don't think that's really my, my area to discuss. Um, I just feel like, you know, I'm glad that he brought it up. Right now, though, it does look a little bit like a hype moment. You know, if it's circulating everything like it is, uh -huh. a lot of people talking about it. Yeah. If a book comes out in the next year or so, it might look a little funny, Derek. I don't know. If you buy that book. Come on, Derek. I don't know. I think something's a little off about him because his na last name is Jackson. You see how it's spelled? It's not actually spelled like that. That's Jackson. Socrates said black men don't cheat. Don't cheat, y'all. Don't cheat. Moving on, man. Is Joe Biden okay, bro? <laughs> This man then tripped up no. the stairs to Air Bruh. Force One three times. Laura, Laura told me about that. Did y'all see a Trump speech? supporter? Huh? Y'all see the speech? No, I just saw the video of it. No. was tell us about the speech, bro. Wait a minute, I don't even know what this is. So I'm gonna start off while Deontay looks for this. So um, he's gonna look up the speech. But Laura showed me a video where Joe Biden was going up the. Here. Yeah, he's about to get on the plane and, you know, they always walk up the stairs, turn around, salute, and then they get on the plane and they leave. And so, I mean, on his way up the stairs, he kind of like catches his foot on the step, so he kind of stumbles, and then he kind of like saves himself, gets up another one, and then stumbles again, and then eventually he falls. So it's like he's tripping while going up the stairs. I thought it was fake when I saw it. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't believe, believe it. Oh, the whole, yeah, I did too. Like, and so I actually like Googled and I was like, oh, okay, like all the news outlets are actually reporting on this, so I guess it is real. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously I think when you see the president, I mean, like my, initial, my initial reaction was like, okay, <laughs> that's drunk? kind of funny. Like, I mean, it Let was- Let me chime in here real quick. Let me chime in here. In no way are we making fun of the president of the United States of America. I want to make sure it's very clear where we stand. Um, he is still the leader of our country. He is the person that we have to uh, put our trust in to make sure that we have a safe country for us and our kids to grow up in. So please continue to uh, support the president of the United States, the commander in chief. Uh, but this is a pod where we discuss defining moments. And man, this is definitely a moment in our culture um, and we're today. And jokes. Right. And we're going to make some jokes. That shit going to happen. So Don't, initially, yes, it was funny. But then my second, once I was like, okay. Like, I mean, we got to remember, he's like 70. He's the oldest president. Like 102 pres or something. He's 70 years old, I think. And he's the oldest president Damn, we've ever had. 70. And so it's like, that's like grandparents' oh, age. Yeah. Like, if I saw a grandparent tripping Nobody up the stiff. stairs, like, obviously, <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. He's 50 years older so oh I don't God. know. I mean, I think right. it's it's important to it's make sure he's okay. But I got the vid. Hold on, let me show y'all. Oh my God, he like fell though. Welcome. Oh, little ad, little error. He fell though. Yeah. Like let me show y'all. Yeah, it was If you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, 
We're ready to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Okay. Um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh, same name. Miss Kim. Like, what, bro? Is it, he okay? Did this Maybe happen, we like, should go to the, the time? Yeah. He said that speech and then went up the steps. No, it was well, shit, this is the same time. time. And I get it. Last week or so. Because have you ever been talking and you'd be like, what the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Be happening I do that shit fire, all bro. the time. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I just know. did that. Well, shit. I think it's his age. I think he needs to go to the doctor. But with wrong. that, it's like, bro, you're the president. You right. Can't it's like, that. that's a very high stress. He was like, anyway. Anyway. I'm like, it, the real question is he okay? Like, is he okay? Because I seen that first before I seen this. I'm like, what the fuck? Do I mean, we care enough about the mental health of who is running for presidency? Like, I feel like I we, care about the mental health of anybody who's gonna make any decision anywhere. Yeah, you I need agree. To be okay. I yeah. agree, but I feel like like there was a lot of conversation about like his physical health right. during like his run and right. campaign and everything yeah, like yeah. that. But I don't know if there was enough conversation about, like, how stable he is mentally. Because that's not the first speech I've seen of his. Like, even during the campaigning and stuff, there were some speeches mm. where he wasn't really making sense yeah. fully. And I don't know if that's just because he's getting kind of, like, tripped up in his head. Like, what yeah, he wants like, to say, getting yeah. lost in a speech. Yeah. Or if there's actually, like, some unclarity about what's going on. Yeah. Maybe, so. yeah, maybe he's... I don't know, man. Because I, I understand. You know, I do that shit. A quick yeah, CT scan wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Just to make, you know. Make CAT scan? Yeah. CT scan? So a CAT scan. Yeah. Oh. I don't know where's the A? It's a CT scan. CAT scan. But where's the A? It's the same thing. It's just a CT. Recession for CAT. Cat is the nickname for oh, a CT scan. I don't know what I'm talking so about. Microphone check one, two. What is this? D Gates so don't know what we talking about. See, I just did a Joe Biden. <laughs> Do this shit all the time. Do Joe Biden. Hey. And I'm me. I don't okay. care. Hey. Listen, it's a CT scan. My knee. I don't know. Uh, we we gotta get Biden checked out, man. Uh, like we don't, I don't know what's going on. Maybe a physical something. Uh, just yeah, I mean, double check. I mean, he wiped his knee a little when he was going up, so maybe he hurt his knee. Someone checked his knee. Like, damn, maybe he's just like, damn, I got a little pain as, in my knee. As far as the vaccine rollout, my man has done a a, a spectacular job. Mm-hmm. We're down to the forty-year-olds as of yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think in the next couple of weeks they're supposed to be out to everyone above sixteen. I ain't telling nobody to get no vaccine. I ain't telling nobody not to get a vaccine. Uh, if you listen to Farrakhan or you listen to Biden, do what you got to do. Right. They will be available to you. <laughs> but they will be available to you, which is a lot better than what we had last year. So I'm so happy um, that people are starting to get outside. People are feeling a little better. Um, and hoping that, you know, life can go back to normal for a lot of us uh, really soon. Next topic, man. Next topic. Oh, we're going to skip this one because we weren't really ready. Um, or you want to still move forward with it? Okay. I don't know anything no. about it. So it's an interesting story. Laura, tell me about a story. Go ahead. I mean, I guess I can. Okay, so Woodrow Wilson, um, towards the end of his second term, I think it was, Um, He got really sick, and so I think it was for, like, the last year and five months of his presidency, he wasn't able to perform his duties as president. But prior to that, his wife, 
was in on lots of meetings, like he gave her access to lots of confidential files. So she like was in pretty much everything up to that point. Mm -hmm. And so when he got sick, essentially she took over for him. And so, cause that, I guess at that point it was so early on that there really wasn't a system in place for what happens when the president is too sick to be president. Right. And so it just kind of fell to her to do it. I mean, I, I don't think it was like, out there though it was kind of like yeah. oh we'll give the, this to the president and then she would like relay back to them oh this is what the president said to do but it was like really her making these decisions yeah so technically people are saying that she was the first acting female president and so mm. that was in like the 1920s i believe 1915 to 20. so i mean i just kind of stumbled upon that um i thought it was interesting that That's there's so many cool. concerns that like, will a female president be able to handle the stress? And it's like, clearly, there have been women throughout history that are perfectly capable. I mean, not only was her husband sick, but she was helping him run the country. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just kind of interesting. That That's well, a real cool fact. Bottom line, women are capable of anything. Let me just yeah. lay that out there. But that's really cool. That's like, that's one of those fun facts that you keep Googling. Like, yeah. Ah. I, yeah. <laughs> So. She probably she probably was president longer than that. Yeah. Well, acting as president longer than that. Maybe making decisions because it, it starts early. Like for you to even decide to have your wife help you, that's because yeah. you were already discussing things with her to begin right. with. Right. So it's like she so was you were already comfortable right. enough to ask her when you got sick to stand in. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So like she's been helping all along. Had to be, you know, pillow talk. Right. So <laughs> my question is. Let's just do like a quick run through of some of the some of the high uh I don't even know high level women out there that are, you know, with someone who has an empire mm -hmm. that could probably run that empire for them. I'm thinking people like Jay Z who has something like an empire and Beyonce could probably run it. Yeah. Somebody like Bar uh, Barack Obama who is building an empire again in Chicago and obviously has been a president. Could Michelle Obama carry the, the torch? How many people are, are out there that we know of, of today? I mean, I think there are countless women that if they needed to, if they were asked to, that they would happily step in and do that. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that it also comes down to like their passions, though. Like, if their passion doesn't align, then obviously they're not going to be able to step uh -huh. in and do that yeah. job to the same ability that someone yeah. else is. But there's no doubt, capability-wise, they, they more could, than definitely, definitely could. Uh -huh. It's just whether or not they would be able to run it with the same direction that the original person yeah. did. So. Easily. Mm -hmm. Celebrating the women. End of the month. Um, make sure you're celebrating all the women in your life. Um, Women's, uh, what is it? Women's History, Women's History Month? Mm -hmm. yeah, something like that. What is that? That was this month. That was this month. We didn't do enough. Next year it will be different. I honestly um, but we are going to celebrate month. celebrate women's uh, history all throughout the the rest of this year too. Mm -hmm. Cool, man. Cool. All right, let's keep moving. Ooh, I know nothing about this. You know something about this? Yeah. So I just saw. I'm going to. Kind of Maybe, I wish we could get like a beep when it cuts out. Yeah, a anything. Warning. Yeah, Callie. It's just be stuff. It does that with weddings and stuff sometimes too, which is frustrating because you'll be recording a wedding and the next thing you know, black. <laughs> ain't nothing you can do on the settings, bro. This shit ain't recording. Hey, Cannon. Sure. Yeah. You need to watch this video. 
Anthony. Shout out to Cannon, man. Shoot me a new video, bro. Or shoot, shit. Shoot me a new video camera, bro. Joe Biden. Damn, Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden or Joe Biden? <laughs> it's the DMP boys and girls. Yeah. Back to business. I was about to say back at it again. Right, let, let back at it again. <laughs> oh, it's back to business. Whatever. All right, Laura. So tell us about Chrissy Teigen quitting Twitter. Okay. So <laughs> I saw this over the past week. Um, so initially she had announced that she was partnering with Kris Jenner. They were releasing their own like home cleaning product line. Mm -hmm. And in the tweet she had said like, really excited to be announcing this like it's been in the works for a few years and a lot of people were very skeptical of that thinking like this was totally prompted by covid like you're just now thinking oh we can profit off of people wanting to be more sanitary and so a lot of people were like she just got a lot of like backlash for that and a lot of people saying that they were disappointed in her for partnering with the kardashian jenner empire people, right and they're like we're not giving our money to them like we're disappointed that you would even work with her so like that happened early last week and then she just announced that she is no longer going to be on twitter she said that her and her team had worked with twitter like with like a lot of the negative comments a lot of bullying um and so she decided that there was just too much negativity surrounding that platform and so she quit that's what it is so, I mean, oh. she she did say she doesn't blame Twitter. She said that her and her team worked closely with Twitter to try and address, like, the comments and stuff. She said that she doesn't even really blame the bullies because she realizes that they're out there. But she just said that she couldn't face, like, the day-to-day, -day, like, everyone saying, oh, you're disappointing us. She's like, I can't take that anymore. Yeah. So she decided to leave. So. Yo, I definitely what? understand where she comes from. Twitter can be so toxic. Like, mm -hmm. sometimes I delete Twitter. Like, I'm, I delete Twitter sometimes. Like, I'll see some shit. I'm like, what am I, am I on here to just look at what people are saying? Like, mm -hmm. well, like, I think, like, yeah. obviously, I think it was either last month or a couple months ago. Like, she was mentioning, like, the miscarriage or the baby that they lost. Like, she mm -hmm. was facing a lot of even negative comments about that. Like, people, like, we don't want to hear you sharing about this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think it probably is that compiled now with this. It's just like, there's yeah. just so much. There's a breaking a lot, man. Right. So. Well, for the record, I freaking love Chrissy Teigen. Okay. Me too. She's, that is my number one. She's my main And chick. I think that the crazy thing is, like, she is such a strong woman that just does not care. Right. I mean, like, like, she, she has the only that, figure on Twitter that was like, I don't give up. Right. So, so now to see leave, her, it's yeah, like, that's, you know it had to have been like and if you're an internet bully let me not yo i think people, <sighs> some people their only i don't want to be an asshole purpose in life is to tweet say some mean shit mm -hmm. like that's all yeah. they people really love to get on twitter just to talk shit all day log be logged on there all day like what the fuck sometimes like i know this is kind of drifting off i understand why people like kevin durant have burner accounts to talk shit <laughs> Yeah. People are people are mean, man. Yeah. So, yeah. Listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Twitter. One because I just feel like I don't know. Like for example, like I don't have a Facebook, right? I deactivated my Facebook when I was in middle school. It's not for me. It's not my journey. I just it's stupid to me, <laughs> and I just feel like it's just a way 
to say things that nobody necessarily cares about or it's just people promoting stuff that you really don't care about or your long lost cousin finds you and now they're tagging you and everything. I don't know. I just, it wasn't for me. But Twitter, I don't like it either because like it gives me those Facebook vibes. Like people are just on there making random statuses. Like I love Instagram because it's just like, Instagram's That's like true. this facade. It's a beautiful picture. You don't, you know, they're probably not really living like that, but whatever. Fuck it. And like, <laughs> it is what it is. You just put a beautiful picture up and a caption, keep it pushing. You have a story. You can see them out at night, lit, whatever, reels, dances, whatever. Twitter is just a bunch of thoughts. Just people tweeting shit that's going through their head, and the shit that's going through their head is normally shit. Like, it's like, why am I logging on to look at any of this? Like, and I try, mm -hmm. you know how, like, you can change the algorithm of your stuff. The more things that you like, they'll show you more things like what you like. Yeah. And I try so many times to change the algorithm of my Twitter. I try to retweet things Quite that are positive and, you know, retweet things that are... I don't know, things that are motivational, like stuff that's like, okay, so my Twitter is not freaking a big old bully, but it never entirely works. Everybody's always mean on Twitter and I hate <laughs> Twitter. I hate it so much for that. It's just a bunch of statuses that make no sense. Like I delete Twitter every two weeks. <laughs> I don't delete it. I just don't open it. Yeah, <laughs> I have it, but I, I don't cool. ever go on it. I think that, like the next part, we need to have a social media question on there. Social media is draining. Fuck with that. Because yeah. I mean, like, while I understand y'all perspectives and stuff, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree with them. I do like feel like, you know, I I I don't see the same type of like, I don't know issues like i don't have people who are mad all like or mm -hmm. like mean on twitter really like but that's because like my algorithm may be different like yeah. Yeah. all my shit that i see is how to write because i follow mm -hmm. all a bunch of bloggers i follow, mm -hmm. I follow people mm -hmm. who write about how to blog i see a bunch of threads about motivation and inspiration for you as a business owner and stuff like that like kind of going back to the loneliness of being an entrepreneur like that's where i go to get Mm -hmm. some type of quick motivation because I'm not ready I can't sit down and watch Eric Thomas today like man you be talking and so Can it's I like I just get on you've had your Twitter? Huh? oh I, I haven't had it that long I um last year well you had it you've had a few yeah I've had them I've had, had them for a while school, but, but he like deleted that yeah. one so the only reason I ask is because yours algorithm is probably way better than mine one because you've had it for not as long so all the people you followed from the moment you had it are like you said like your yeah. bloggers and people like that i've had mine for way too long i've had mine since high school so you know when you have it in high school you follow all your high school friends you follow people you right. meet at the mall yeah. whatever whatever so when i engage and i try to change my algorithm by liking mm -hmm. motivational posts and stuff like that it's still going to show me yeah. the people i follow and what they retweet and so maybe that's my fault maybe mm -hmm. i should stop freaking following right. people who are garbage but it's so hard to determine that because you're friends yeah. with them but they're yeah. constantly retweeting crap like yeah. shut up yeah. and but there's like nothing you can do i think then again like me and you probably use twitter for a different reason you use it yeah we use it social to be kind of social i mm -hmm. use it to reach out to people you use, for like jobs yeah. and yeah. blogging networking yeah. you use networking. it to sure. like i use it to connect enhance with yourself people, you know what i mean but i want to connect with them in a positive way and, and twitter yeah. makes that like, if we compare instagram Facebook and Twitter, right? And we're using it, all of them to be social. Twitter, I would say, is the most the most negative out of all of them. Really? Twitter yeah. is definitely the most negative app. Because all you, the the reason for Twitter is 
to just say what you think. It's just yeah. it's the first thing your Twitter's head. a diary, you know. So that's that's what it is. people are freaking mean. But yeah, that's 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 what I. All right, Chrissy. See you later. You might hop back on Twitter at some point, man. But for now, enjoy your time off. Ooh. Next topic, man. Shout out to Jamal, man. Sound like Kanye right there. Shout out to Jamal. You got a company called Magnolia Green. They sell beer products. I actually got one right here. It's the Utility Butter. You may have seen it before. Who's called? Is that Jamal? Imagine. I don't know who this is, man. Probably want to move these out your way so you can. They ain't even got a full number. Nah, I'm going to go over this. I was just going to show the. Hey, first promo, we don't really know what to do, but shout out to Jamal. He got the product together for you. Um, it, 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 it's really good, really oily. Um, they do a really good job of keeping the beard looking fresh. I just started using it, so mine is still in the works. Don't embarrass us. <laughs> I'm going to get some from my man D. Gates at some point or another, but y'all go check them out, man. Magnolia Co. or yeah, MagnoliaGreenCo.com. Um, check them out, man. Show some support. They're doing a really good thing over there, um, spreading stories about black men and and building uh, building a community. So go check them out. That's, That's all I got to say about it, man. It's my dude, though. Little input dope, from a man. licensed professional. It is important to take care of your hair. Okay, you can't just grow your beard out and expect it to just look nice. That's not yeah. how it works. You gotta oil it. You gotta take care of it. You gotta brush it. You know, there's beard combs. There are beard combs. You can comb your knots out, okay? I'm just saying, no one you looking crusty. If you have food in it, that's disgusting, you know? So check them out. Get your... A radical act of self-care. Right. Self-care. Yeah. Self yeah. Get your beard moisturized, Take care of yourself, right. man. Come on, man. Crispy beards. I throw a link down in the description for y'all if you want to go check them out, too. Yeah, man. All right, man. Next topic. Next topic. Thanks, Jamal. All right. Oh! Bro, the that's NBA, true. bro. Always talking about the league. You see, you see Victor Oladipo's jersey? Is he on the Heat already? Yeah, man. Damn. Um, you see the promo, though? What you mean? That's the company I work for, bro. Show some love. Oh, man. that is you. Damn. That's dope, man. UKG, man. We UKG. These streets. These streets. Yeah. That, that's, I knew that the, the logo just looks different on the jersey. I'm used to seeing the ultimate. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they changed the name. Oh, yeah, they changed the name. Yeah, I don't know nothing yeah. about the NBA or basketball, but listen, Victor Oladipo can fucking sing. That's all I gotta say. He can, I heard sing. He can sing. He can sing his ass off. He had a good album, man. That's all I can say. Okay. But there's some good trades that happen. Victor Oladipo on the Heat. Trevor Reese on the Heat. That's Who? all I know. Trevor Reese. So now they got Andre Iguodala too. Man, damn Trevor Reason, man. Bro, stop, man. They got a squad. They was in the finals last year, bro. Stop, man. Don't don't go here with me. Jimmy Butler is a king. They need him right now. Yeah, they do. They do. But Jimmy Butler is a king, bro. I like Jimmy Butler, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Damn. He coming for LeBron. All right. No. No. All right. No. So you got Lou Will. He, he back in Atlanta. Lou Willville. He belongs in Atlanta. Why? I don't know. He just seemed like an Atlanta dude. He's from Atlanta. He is? That's what they said. Like, he's from Atlanta. Not yeah. born there. But he looked like one of them Atlanta dudes, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What does that mean? You're cool, nigga. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> Nikola Yusevich. Y- y- I don't know how to say his name. Vucevic. I don't either, bro. But he's, he's on a the Bulls. Bucket. He's a bucket. He's a bucket. Guaranteed him, bucket. Him and Zach Levine over there. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a scary thing. If we, if we go through them while we're here on the pod, like, we just... 
pick songs and shit, mm-hmm. and people go listen to them. Are and we going like, to connect it somehow, like maybe in the description or something of the of the playlist? Um, you know, go go check out this this next video, or there's some exclusivity um, that's kind of brought to you through the playlist. It'd be nice of some product that you guys might have promotion or something mm-hmm. that I might do, some lore might do. It'd just be a way for us to put words in front of people real quick, um, and then also have music connected to it. So, okay. That's 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 my thoughts for that. I don't know if it's actually worth doing or not. Okay. It's just you know if y'all want to talk about that and we ain't got nothing else to discuss at the very end of the pot, talk about some music because mm-hmm. I feel like we talk about music a lot. We do, we do. Aaron Gordon moved. Denver. Yeah, that's a that's good move. That's a good move for him. I mean for Denver, I think so. Man, what about the Clippers, bro? They got Rondo. Is that gonna make a difference, really? Like I feel like Rondo. Did is... you see what Rondo did in the finals last year? Of course, he I was saw what he did. He was man. the third best player, on the but team. he had LeBron on his team. We we knew that if Rondo was on the same team as LeBron or Kobe or somebody, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, uh, man, it was going to be that. it was going to be amazing. Don't do that. But listen, he's on the same team as Paul George. He's trash, by the way, and Kawhi Leonard, who I like, mm-hmm. but Kawhi Leonard and Rondo don't really seem like why they would be on the same page. Play defense. They both the big defenders. Play both sides of the ball. I think I was looking for. A, I think what I'm saying is I was looking for a higher level deal. I think like I was expecting a better him to get point like guard Bradley Bill. No, oh. I expected him to like make a move for like Bradley. They need Bradley for if they got uh, Paul George. See, that's that's a philosophical debate, and I'm not gonna have it with you. Um, <laughs> But you had Aaron Gordon, obviously, on the market. I think the Clippers could have made a better move for Aaron Gordon than what they did. Oh, you think the Clippers could have? Then what the what the Nuggets gave them? Hey, hold on, stop. That's the way. Don't go yet, man. The camera. That's how it be. Hey, shit, boy. What I want to say? DMP, boy. We got to wrap up the pod, man. How you wrapping the last time? Did you do the DMP? I don't know this why. is what we do, man. I know. I think yeah. I, I think I was just like, man. This is that's the end of the pod, man. We appreciate everybody who's tuned in. Everybody that's a part of the Who Is Malik family. Hold up, hold up. When you look at the people, why do you put the little DMX in your voice? What you mean? Look, the pod, like, bro. What? Hey, I gotta, I gotta get, the, I gotta get the. Uh, it's not that focus right now. <laughs>